We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score. Always a delight to talk to our guy, Coach Wanstead, and he joins us now on the score hotline Powered by IBEW Local 9, Chicago's original powerhouse since 1892. Good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm doing good, Molly. David, yes, everything is uh, everything's good. Boy, what a weekend. And uh, I'm down here in Florida now. I finally got down here for a little break. Uh, so um, just hanging out a little bit and watching a lot of football this past weekend. Three days in a row was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, we did too. Yeah. And, and you know, we were talking about the one thing that you can't get away from is Green Bay going into Dallas and winning that game. That was extraordinary. Uh, Jordan Love had a perfect passer rating by the time he left. He didn't even have to finish the game. You know, it was. I was talking to Jimmy Johnson this morning. In fact, he said, uh, the, "He said, I said, I got to do my radio show." And I says, "Yeah." And he said, "Well, you tell your guys on there that the boat is gassed up and the beers are iced down, and he is ready. He was heading out. <laughs> so <laughs> he is. Uh, and we were talking about that Dallas game and." You know, doing a little research on that, you know, Dallas lined up with six defensive backs in the game, over half the defensive snaps, and Aaron Jones was running the ball down their throat. And with them playing that many defensive backs, I kept thinking to myself, well, okay, they made a decision to let Aaron Jones run the ball because we're not going to be – we don't have linebackers in there. We've got six defensive backs, which is really kind of unusual. But then we're going to take away the passing game. And you just said it, Molly, perfect passing rating. I mean, it's – I don't know. That was That's still a mind-boggling loss. And then same thing on the other side of the ball. All of a sudden, the last couple of weeks, you know, Green Bay's defense decides to start playing. So, And they did get simpler. I know they had a uh, – they, they had a heart-to-heart meeting inside the building there at Green Bay, and I was told – that less is more, let's give the players a chance to play, let's not overthink this. And I was told that they really have, have I hate to use the word simplified, but they cut back a lot on what they were doing on defense the last few weeks, and the players are playing better. What a concept, less is more. I think it's great coaching. Dave, when you look at the Cowboys, by the way, Jimmy Johnson's halftime speech, that was great. He still got it. <laughs> when he did that on Fox, what do you expect now? Mike McCarthy, three straight 12-win seasons, but you can't lose a game like that without talking about potential ramifications. Do you think they move on, and do would they do so because of the unprecedented caliber of the head coaching candidates available? Well, you know, Jimmy and I were talking about that this morning, and I referenced Jimmy because that was our to- one of our topics, and and we both agree. You know, Rich McKay, when we were both coaching – and we would go to those league meetings. Rich McKay is from our era. In other words, he's an old-school coach. 
So him and Belichick communicate extremely well. Uh, there's there's a lot of common uh, background history. I think Atlanta makes we the most sense to me if Bill's going to coach Atlanta because he he can do what he wants with the quarterback. Uh, you know, Bill wants to run the ball, and you know, Bill wants to play defense. That's that's what his Patriot that's what he wants to do, and they can do both of those things tomorrow in Atlanta. So he's got to figure out the quarterback thing. When you think about Dallas, and everybody's saying Dallas, think about what happened, guys. After the Dallas Cowboys get beat, Monday morning, team meeting, do you know who held – the first guy to talk to the team was Jerry Jones. Now, I guarantee you Bill Belichick is not going to sit there and Jerry's going to come in and talk to the team. No, that's not, that's not Bill Belichick. He's going to run the football. And I don't see it being as good of friends as they might be and all the stuff that people talk about in Dallas with Belichick and Jerry. I don't see that being a fit whatsoever. Just my opinion. Hmm. What, uh, what do you make of, uh, of the Chiefs going into Buffalo? We saw, like, they, the conditions in Buffalo were so bad. They had a they had a – Delay the game. I don't know if um, if Andy Reid's mustache has recovered from that game in uh, <laughs> in Kansas City, but now you got these two quarterbacks squaring off in Buffalo after you know uh, Josh Allen losing a couple of games in Kansas City in the playoffs, and now it's Mahomes on the road, which we haven't seen much of. Well, if anybody doesn't think that inflation. And prices, if all that stuff is just a fantasy and it's not real. I was coaching in Buffalo not that long ago, and we had a similar game. And they were paying $12 an hour to shovel the stadium, the seats. Now they're paying 20 Okay, so it's the prices have gone up to shovel snow considerably. So, so and anyway, I, I don't mean to get off track here, but, uh, no, this game will be uh, – uh, Oh, I think as far as the weather, it's not going to have a factor on either team. I mean, I think last week proved that it was colder in Kansas City. Ice and snow were probably more of a factor in wind in Buffalo, which you will get. You will get probably more wind in Buffalo. But both these quarterbacks can handle the elements, both these teams, both these head coaches. Uh, No, I, I see this thing not being a factor whatsoever. And you know what shocked me with Kansas City? All of a sudden, the receivers start catching the football, and uh, you know. So if if they can uh, if they can carry over that, and I think Kelsey was had the most drops of any receiver, right. which you know is not not going to happen two weeks in a row. So you know, it, this should be a great game. I mean, I think both these defenses are very similar if you look at them statistically and what they want to do. A little bit more pressure out of Kansas City's defense than Buffalo's, to be honest with you. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's it's pretty uh, pretty easy, you know, it, it, pretty evenly matched. I, I really think that. It's going to come down to the quarterbacks who turns the ball over, and that's where, that's where Josh Allen just scares you to death. So, Dave, I know you're a Matt Eberflus guy, but I want to ask you this. Do you think the Bears, in retrospect, might have wanted to wait a little bit longer before meeting with everybody, given the fact that, you look at the head coaching candidates out there, Harbaugh, 
Carroll, Belichick, Vrabel, and now maybe Mike Tomlin, who stormed away yesterday when asked a question about his contract. Do you think that if the Bears had to do it over again, they would rethink that conversation or consider a change given who's available? No, I, I don't. Uh Pete Carroll's not going to do anything that Matt Eberflus can't do right now. From uh, Look at our defense. We are a top 10 defense, and all we got to do is add a few players to it, and we're going to be there. That's not going to go away. That's not going to change. So I, I, I would say, now, if you were going to hire Jim Harbaugh, uh, an offensive guy, and Jim was going to come in, and, he, and you were going to draft Caleb Williams, and all this stuff was settled, and Jim could put in the offense that he wanted and do what he wanted to do or whatever, then you say, well, maybe you got the head coach who's going to call the plays uh, as an offensive guy. But Belichick does nothing for you there. Pete Carroll does nothing for you there, guys. He really doesn't. Uh, This football team played hard for Flus. They believe in Flus. You know, obviously we got to decide on the offensive coordinator, and we got to decide on who the quarterback's going to be and what do you want to do. It's, um, you know, I, I saw the thing yesterday with Caleb Williams that he would be honored to play for the Bears. I promise you. I've lived this now, guys, for a long time. In the next three months, we'll probably be begging to get Caleb Williams at the end of the day, you know, because he's going to do nothing. Everything he does from now on, says from now on, it's going to just be to, to uh, I don't want to say promote, but to, to put out a better image and how excited he is about the possibility of coming to the Bears. It's going to be really tough for Ryan Poles to say no to this type of talent. I really believe that. I really believe that at the end of the day. And you guys know that I'm a Fields fan, but I'm, I'm just saying it. Uh, I know how this goes. you got three months where Fields is going to be doing nothing, and you got three months where Caleb Williams is going to be on tour around the National Football League. <laughs> and this kid's a sharp kid. So get ready. Get ready. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So the Bears have interviewed five potential offensive coordinators. Greg Olson was here before and was the QB coach uh, in Seattle. Shane Waldron is the offensive coordinator in Seattle. Clint Kubiak is Gary Kubiak's son and was the passing game coordinator in in San Francisco. Uh, Liam Cohen has been – around the NFL and um, has fetched coffee for Sean McVay and has been sneezed on by him, and that's required for most hires. Greg Roman finally got an interview with the Bears. What is your thinking on the variety of those offensive coordinators and what they're looking for? Well, I I think this, number one, I think you got to sit down and say, okay, uh, Greg Roman, uh, let's use him since that's the last guy you threw out. And this would go for any of them. I'd say the same thing. If I'm sitting there, Justin Fields is your quarterback. Tell me what you want to do with him on offense. What can we do uh, from an offensive philosophy standpoint? And then I would get into the whole interview part. Okay. Now, okay. It's not Justin Fields. 
It's Caleb Williams. What are you going to do with Caleb Williams? And tell me that. How are you going to develop this kid? What's, what's your process? And I think they got to do both of those scenarios with every one of these candidates. And then, you know, I don't know. Whatever these guys say, whatever they like, uh, unless their mind's made up, which I don't believe it is. I mean, if their mind's made up that they're going to keep fields or they're going to trade fields, then then they can go one. Then, then Greg Roman, if they're going to trade fields, I mean, let's, you know, Baltimore got rid of Greg Roman because they felt like that they want to develop their passing game and take it to another level. Not the running quarterback stuff, mm-hmm. but hell, we ran the ball. I mean, sure, you can probably add some new stuff to it to help Fields running the ball, but I think the biggest thing is missing with, with us and everybody is, can he throw the ball? When everybody knows he's going to throw the ball and he knows he has to throw the ball and the running and all that's not a factor, can he throw the ball, make decisions and make throws and win games for you? It's not that hard. Quickly, Dave, before I let you go, is it unusual to interview five guys with whom you don't really have a connection with as a head coach? I've never done it and wouldn't do it. I wouldn't hire anybody that but, – but we did it a different – I come from a school now, going back to Jimmy, that we never hired anybody unless one of the inner circle personally worked with this guy. Uh, I love – you know, Ron Turner and I, when Ron was my offensive coordinator at the Bears – Ron and I worked together at USC, and I, I worked with his brother, North. When we hired, when, Matt, when I brought Matt Cavanaugh in from Baltimore, Matt and I were teammates at Pitt and had worked together. When, I, when we got North Turner, Jimmy didn't know North Turner, but I worked with North when he was the offensive coordinator at USC, and I was with him, and we became very good friends, brought him into Jimmy and said, he's t- our type of people. If you like him as a coach, I, this is the guy. So, I mean – that's just the way we've done it. And, but that doesn't mean it's the right way. Doesn't mean it's the right way. Um, hmm. just, a, just a different way. Just a different way. Great stuff, Dave. Thank you. Great catching up with you. I'm delighted you're not here for this cold weather. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> All right, guys. Talk to you. That is our guy, Dave Wanstad. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.